0: Welcome to Netflix and Swo, your source for Netflix news, reviews, and booze. I'm Caleb. Are you back, baby girl? (laughs) (laughs) You know, a long time ago, a wise person once said to me if you love something, get rid of it. And if it comes back, you you can't get rid of it again.
1: That movie was pain. Pure, unadulterated pain. Uh, But we'll talk about that later. Caleb, how are you?
0: Uh, Stupider for having watched the bad sex movie. How are you?
1: I'm great. Uh, Adjusting my mic input volume so that way you can actually hear me. Yeah, you're
0: much more uh, robust now.
1: Hey, thanks, man. Uh, I'm I'm okay. My head hurts. Uh, It's been hurting all weekend. I'm guessing I'm just not drinking
0: enough water, so uh let's hope your head hurts and you're not drinking enough water what are you my wife my wife
1: my wife yeah uh i mean probably i'm probably most people i don't know man i just don't drink enough water during the week and i need to get better at it so
0: here we are me trying to drink more water welcome to me not drinking enough water uh (laughs) that's true uh how are you doing uh, I'm doing well. I'm also uh, attempting to hydrate so that I can be energetic and charming. It's working. Oh, it's working! It's
1: working. No- nothing for Phantom Menace. Nothing. Nothing no. for the pod racing scene. Nothing.
0: No don't okay. really know. I was just gonna blow right by it. <laughs> uh, now this is podcasting. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I was just fucking around uh, on Steam earlier, and uh, I was like, "Oh, I'll, f- I'll play. I'll play Stardew Valley for a little bit because I like that game. Play that game sure. all the time, of course." And not. Uh, you know, I, I downloaded a few different mods for the PC version of Sturdy Valley, including one that replaces the uh, grandpa in the opening cutscene that gives you the deed for the farm. Uh, it replaces him with Squidward choking on the fork from SpongeBob. It's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's
1: one of those like cursed images from SpongeBob. Is, is Squidward? <laughs> It's Squidward's Just like laying there dead. Like, like the fork sticking out like like uh perpendicular to his throat, and then like the whatever the Adam's apple thing like hitting the fork as he tries to gasp for air. <laughs> I vividly remember this image
0: of Squidward choking on the fork. Uh shit. Fucking SpongeBob. We never deserved your magic. That's probably true. Uh
1: it'll never come back also it will never be the same which is fine shows evolve over time they're allowed to uh, they just don't have to be for me anymore and i don't have to complain about them like uh, game of thrones fans still to this day complaining about that that game of thrones even though the new show's coming out they don't care they gotta complain about the the old show
0: uh I had somebody complaining about Game of Thrones this week to me. And they were like, I heard it was bad. And I was like, wait, you haven't seen it? Why are you talking about it being bad? Yeah, right. Also, it was fine.
1: I don't know. Again, uh, I watched a child get flung out the window and just went, this show can't possibly be topped and then never watched it again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. And the guy says, the things I do for love. and then uh th- makes a kid paraplegic for the next 8 seasons of the thing yeah and then uh no one has a better story than that kid and
1: then he becomes king yeah that actually is accurate i know plenty about game of thrones i just haven't watched any of it i hope you all uh in- enjoyed it uh i hope you also enjoy uh this stupid banter segment about uh other streaming services that aren't netflix
0: yeah, uh let's talk about what's going on in The Boys, a show that I've never seen.
1: Oh, that show's uh cool like that show. Uh although I've only seen the first season. I didn't see the Nazi bitch season and I didn't see the one with uh Jensen Ackles being hot.
0: I can't wait until the sequel, The Girls. Uh actually, I've seen I've seen exactly one scene from The Boys. Because uh, somebody made me watch it on YouTube and it's where the one superhero's power is that he can uh, shrink himself down oh, like yeah, Ant-Man. That was the exact one I
1: thought it was going to be. He
0: he went inside his uh, gay lover's penis and uh, fucking had to sneeze and like got big real quick and fucking exploded him from the inside. <laughs> it shows It shows great. Show's great with that. Uh, I, I love
1: I love the show for being no-holds-barred and being fucking ridiculous at times. Uh, I, legitimately, I cannot believe it's the same guy who was the showrunner for uh, Supernatural.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you said Jensen Ackles was in it, so someone's got to give him work. I mean, he was on the show for 15 years. <laughs> I think
1: he's allowed to take a break if he wants.
0: hmm He's a fine, regular actor. Yeah.
1: Who sounds like a chain smoker? Both him and uh, the other guy, who is now Walker or, or Texas Ranger, uh, in the new Walker Texas Ranger reboot that they did. The fuck is his name? All I know is he was in Gilmore Girls, and uh, yeah,
0: yeah, I have no idea. Hey, let let me design a TV show. I have a great idea. It's Blade meets walker texas ranger and it's called day walker texas ranger is that anything
1: well you need something else to add to the back of that so if there's something that follows off
0: of ranger i don't know what ranger day walker texas power ranger that is my final offer
1: all right i'm sold you got it
0: okay uh i feel that's sufficient enough to move us on to the actual show uh sounds good let's get into it uh let's talk about what's our
1: swill can we please get some alcohol into my mouth he hates these cans stay away from the cans all right uh
0: i suspect you're in the same boat as me where we're both drinking water yes
1: i had a cocktail but yes water
0: okay i uh i was gonna talk about the really nice riesling that i had with dinner last night go Um, for it uh yeah it's you know Not too dry, not too sweet, had, you know, good, uh, good depth of flavor. It's from a local vineyard uh, that I don't remember the name of, but uh, I'll surely have it again because I've been trying to take my wife out on a date for, you know, two weeks because that's about the the schedule on which I get back to like being able to to fucking see my wife who I live with. Sure. Yeah. So, I don't know, I took her to uh, uh, a Sicilian restaurant the other day and had a really nice, uh, let's see, we had, like, the bread with the the olive oil and garlic and, uh, like, balsamic dipping sauce, which is real good, and then... uh, You got that garlic confit? Yeah, and then we had, uh, well, she had uh, sirloin and shrimp, I had... A penne with garlic and olive oil and uh, eggplant parmesana.
1: I was gonna say you got eggplant parmesan, didn't you?
0: I certainly did, because it's Italian food. Uh, That's that is correct. Uh, Also, you're vegetarian. Also,
1: um, eggplant parmesan is actually just very good by itself. It's very good. You you only have to be a vegetarian to enjoy it.
0: I was I was torn between getting that or the eggplant parmesan sandwich. Uh, and opted for just the, you know, the regular.
1: Eggplant Parmesan sandwiches are good, too, especially if they home make the bread.
0: Oh, yeah, but I mean, I was I was having I knew I was going to get the bread and oil for dipping, like, mm. don't even worry about it. So I figured, uh, you know, it'd be gastronomically redundant.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, I've been eating chicken thigh wraps for the past week. Since I got back. Because I'm uh, too heavy. But these are delicious. I I, I like them. They are uh, delicious. They are low calorie. And then they allow me to have like a Klondike bar after I eat them. Uh, and still
0: lose weight. So let's go. <laughs> Dan, you're not heavy. You're my brother. I don't think I understand that reference. Uh, it's a song from the 60s. Oh.
1: Chris Yaney heard a song from the and then went, oh, God, he's going to say from the South, from the South. Oh, he's going to say it. Uh, No. Didn't happen, Yaney. Sorry.
0: God. That's, uh, we don't talk about that. True. Hey, uh, what we do talk about, though, is is
1: news. Oh, um, I was going to segue because it's just a vodka tonic. Uh, It's the same old vodka tonic. I'm almost out of my, uh, steeped vodka. And I have enough for, like, a half batch, if I wanted to do it. But I'm probably just gonna get another Juggalug. And then I'm a gonna... A Juggalo? Well, yes. It, I get... What do I get? What the hell is that called? I get, like, a handle. And then, uh, I pour, like, three quarters of a handle into a giant fucking mason jar. Like a... Is it one liter? It's a one liter mason jar. That's a big uh, mason jar. Big old mason jar. I have several of those. Pour pour it in a a mason jar. (laughs) Bobcat. Pour it (laughs) into a mason jar for the run length of a movie uh, with jalapeno and in in ginger and also lemon. Whenever I remember it, and uh, let it go, and then pour it out. So I am one handle away from having another full batch, almost ready to go. So,
0: hooray! There you go. Well, it sounds wonderful. It is.
1: Uh, hey, you know what else sounds wonderful? Uh, showrunners uh, understanding how Netflix works. So let's talk about some Netflix news.
0: Oh, shit, it's mail time. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna put what you have here verbatim. Uh, people are shocked to hear that Netflix is waiting until the Sandman's first month performance is done before renewing the series, how people are still unfamiliar with how their business works is beyond me. And then you've linked Neil Gaiman's Twitter. Yes, uh,
1: because they're very based. These are very based comments from Neil. And uh, I agree with him because this is how Netflix has always worked. Mm -hmm. If, if, uh, if the Sandman was doing bonkers numbers, which it's not, uh, it would have been renewed already but it's not doing bonkers numbers. It's doing okay. Numbers okay to good numbers. Uh, So now we have to wait for, you know, the end of the month to hit the end of the, of Sandman's month on Netflix to hit. And then they'll decide if they want to renew it.
0: Twitter comments uh Netflix should just cancel everything but this show. It's an easy que- it's an easy question uh, no brainer.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so pick one, cancel everything but the Simps the Simpsons, the Sandman uh, or save lesbian vampire show for its 10 fans. You can't have both
1: oh, I'd rather cancel everything on Netflix to have the Sandman so the lesbian vampire show fans can't have their thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Cause fuck sure, them. I guess.
1: Because they don't listen to, to numbers anyway, so just fuck them. I don't know, man. I, I don't know what everyone expects here. Uh, I, I feel like our fans and people listen to our show, if we have fans, I, I would assume we have fans. We have People listen week in, week out. Uh, I would assume that if you're a listener of the show, you are familiar enough with how Netflix works and how it needs to work in order to, uh, you know, justify costs. Uh, And right now, uh, the Sandman sits at 197 million hours viewed. uh, And the approximated budget from a lot of people is 150 million. So basically, they're spending a dollar, like a little under a dollar per view uh, of the show. And, uh, or hour viewed of the show, which, um, uh, when you compare it to even such things as Stranger Things, uh, which I believe is close to like a quarter, uh, per hour viewed, that's, uh, not, not fantastic yet. Now, of course, we're still early. We got plenty of time. So, got three more weeks of data, actually, four more weeks of data to go before we figure out whether the Sandman is, uh, done forever or not. So, just wait. Everybody, just pause. Hold on. Everything might be fine.
0: Yeah. Speaking of pause, uh, there's new episodes of the Sandman. So if you want to help it out, uh, go watch it.
1: <laughs> yeah, just one. Uh, somehow I feel like I knew about this. Somehow I knew this was happening and I don't know how.
0: Yeah. Caught me by surprise. I had no idea.
1: Yeah. See, when people... um. People were like, oh my God, new show on Netflix. And I just went, yeah. Or like new episodes on Netflix. I'm like, yeah, I thought this was common knowledge. And it was like, no, it's a surprise drop. It's like, you sure about that? Okay. I mean, whatever. Uh, cool. I-, I watched it. I'm sure you watched it. We'll talk about it in quick hits here. But yeah. Uh, all it's going to do is drive more traffic to the show, honestly.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it's same. The thing that they did with Stranger Things that worked, you know, just drives up a little bit more hype for it. Mm-hmm. It makes it that much more likely that somebody's going to be watching it, and then somebody walks into the living room while they're watching it and says, Hey, what's this? Hey, what's this? What's this? There's Sandman everywhere. What's this? What's with his weirdo hair?
1: Oh well, I'll tell you, he's he's he looks like Robert Smith from The Cure.
0: Not in this, no, no, not in this. But you know, whatever.
1: Uh, okay, that's the news. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you found, but uh, yeah, that, that was that was all that mattered.
0: No, yeah, that's it. Uh, that'll bring us to downstream. Baby, I can't control the internet. Our first trailer is for I Used to Be Famous. uh, Vince, Ed Scrine screen, Mm -hmm. Uh, used to be in the hottest boy band around. Now he's alone and desperate. Womp womp. (laughs) Uh, An impromptu jam with Stevie, Leo Long, an autistic drummer with an incredible gift for rhythm, sparks an unexpected friendship. Together, they form a unique bond through the power of music. They have a strong bond. You don't want to hear about it here. Yeah, you want to just watch the movie.
1: Um. So yeah, this looks okay. Yeah, I looks go, I'm not going to go crazy about it. Uh, I think it looks like heartwarming and uh, vibe-wise, it actually reminds me of, and this is a random fucking poll, but it reminds me of uh, Kodachrome from like three to five years ago. Because time is an illusion.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: I don't know why, yes. but it, it, but like, because that movie is all about like dad and, and father son issues. So like this show isn't like that at all, or this movie isn't like that at all. But uh, for whatever reason, they, 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 remind me of similar things.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, next trailer is called end of the road. Queen Latifah and Chris Bridges star in this road trip thriller about a mom of two kids who relocates across the country with her kids and brother. Uh, the family's move to the Southland is thrown into complete chaos when they witness a murder on their road trip. Now the murderer will stop at nothing to find them. I've never wanted to see Queen Latifah in an action movie before, and I still don't.
1: (laughs) Uh, I'm going to have fun watching this and uh, and talking about it to you. Uh, I feel like I feel like this will be my man from Toronto, where I'm going to enjoy this movie far much more than you would.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It looks dumb and fun and fun and stupid. Also, uh, Ludacris, your name is not Chris Bridges. It is Ludacris.
1: And it is. It is him. I'm watching this. I'm going to watch this a lot. Uh, I, I just want to see Luda drive. That's all I need is is Luda driving and then uh, other ridiculous shit.
0: Alright. Um, after that uh, is the trailer for season 5 of Cobra Kai. The battle for the soul of the valley may be over, but the war is just beginning. Cobra Kai season 5 premieres September 9th only on Netflix. Uh, they had a chance to Resolved the plot, and they decided they wouldn't so that they can have more kids fighting. Uh, Following the shocking results of the All Valley Tournament, Sensei Terry Silver is expanding the Cobra Kai empire and trying to make his No Mercy style of karate the only game in town. Uh, With Kreese behind bars and Johnny Lawrence setting karate aside to focus on repairing the damage he's caused, Daniel LaRusso must call on an old friend for help. As Terry leads Cobra Kai into a new regime, Daniel, Johnny, and an old ally have joined forces in a battle that goes way beyond the mat. Uh, That's not accurate. Chosen is not an old ally. He's the bad guy from the second movie. Uh, So This is uh, Daniel assembling a team of his former rivals to kill uh, his third former rival, Terry Silver
1: was it was he now was he only in 3 movies cuz I, I i just really want more rivals to come out of the woodwork i want i want jaden smith at some point to come out of the woodwork
0: yeah jaden smith would be very good um i don't know i really want ah uh, fuck um hillary swank to be in season 6 to be great just just give me all the fucking karate kid
1: shit i don't care the, the show is so stupid. Children. It's so dumb, uh, and I love it.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I I fucking I can't wait. Uh, apparently, uh, Mike Barnes is back, which was the the bad boy that uh, Daniel had to fight in co- in Karate Kid Three that Terry Silver trained along with Crease to destroy him. Uh, karate Kid Three was real weird. They like have to psychologically torture this kid by like beating him at karate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To get to get back at the to get back at him for the time that uh, you know, he made he made Crease punch a window. <laughs> Uh, Also, Uh, like the whole time during the movie, Mr. Miyagi doesn't want to train Daniel in karate. He just wants to uh, do bonsai trees. Uh, And Daniel like ruins his like ancestral, like fucking crazy rare bonsai tree that he brought from Okinawa when he immigrated. Yeah. It's a really weird movie.
1: I need to see them. I need to see all these this insanity and see just how much worse it gets in, in terms of uh, not making sense.
0: Well, the only one currently is uh next Karate Kid with Hillary Swank that's on that's on Netflix. Oh my god, I fucking forgot who the villain is in the next Karate Kid. It's fucking Michael Ironside as like the leader of the fucking ROTC program at her school. So he's basically just being his character from fucking uh, Starship Troopers. (laughs) (laughs) And like he gets in a fight with Mr. Miyagi. (laughs) I don't know. We don't have anything uh, the week before Cobra Kai season five. Maybe we should maybe we should try to track down all the movies and view them. Let's find out.
1: Uh, they're not streaming anywhere for no money. Oh, no additional money.
0: Uh, I'll, uh, I'll buy all of them on Voodoo and then I'll give you my login info.
1: That's fine.
0: Uh, I hope we don't get sued for saying that. It's fine. We're cracking sued, down on password sharing. <laughs> uh,
1: v- Voodoo is not popular enough to need to crack down on password sharing. hmm. <laughs>
0: Uh, you know, don't don't judge me for the movies that I have on there, because uh, Gerald gave me fucking download codes for all of the Fifty Shades movies. Because uh, he made me talk about them.
1: I mean, it's fine. We, we talked about the uh, Polish
0: Fifty Shades movies, which are potentially even worse. Yeah, it's true. All right, uh, let's, you know, not delay the inevitable any longer so we can talk about said Polish sex movie uh, by wrapping up downstream with our last trailer for Heartbreak High. Uh, Heartbreak High is a high-cocaine... Nope. A high-octane ride into the minds and lives of a group of Australian teenagers. Uh, The discovery of a secret map that charts all the hookups in the school year Makes its architect Amory 16 Rebel Loudmouth The Heart an instant pariah. In an effort to set the hypersexual students straight, the student the school forces them into a sexual literacy program. Oh no. Uh, with her new friends Outsider's Quinny, Neurodivergent Truth Bomb, The Brains, and Darren, ambitious, super duper gay, the clitoris. What? Uh, these these are words people wrote from their minds. Amory must repair her reputation whilst navigating love sex and heartbreak an incendiary mural exposes everyone's secret hookups at Hartley High. Its author Amory has to grapple with the messy fallouts as a total outcast. Why have you done this to me because.
1: Uh, It's always because it's it's never there's never a good reason for it. It's always just because I think it's funny. (sighs) So, yeah, uh, this looks like every teen show ever, uh, or at least a bunch of the teen shows that Netflix is putting out. And um, no, thank you.
0: Why is a gay kid called the clitoris of their friend group?
1: Uh, He might be difficult to find.
0: (laughs) uh for you you know we're working on it okay all right uh that's it dan we'll get into quick hits uh why don't you tell me about things all right uh, I watched like four episodes of
1: One Piece. Uh, we're we're now getting to the the Straw Hat Pirates fighting the Arlong Pirates. Uh, and it's great. Uh, the the when the squad rolls because uh, this whole arc is about their uh, their their girl navigator Nami who uh, wasn't really a part of the crew, but they all thought was a part of the crew, stealing all their stuff and then like uh save, reserving it in uh, like a little like fucking chest she has. That uh, contains 93 million berries, which is the, the currency of the of the world. Um, so she uh, she has to collect 100 million berries in order to buy this town from this uh, this pirate. And then uh, he this pirate, because he has the world government or like this marine colonel under his under his thumb. He's like, hey, she's doing this. Go find the money and steal it. And then you can have 30 percent of this. So he does it. And uh, she breaks down because she's worked so hard to, to gain uh, 93 million berries because it's a lot of fucking money. Uh, and then the the boys roll up and they're like, all right, we'll go beat the fuck out of this guy and his crew. It is, it is the coldest fucking shot of these four dudes just walking down a long pathway to get to this place. Uh, it's it's dope. I was so hyped when it happened. Uh, it's great. And, and that's where I left it off, uh, because I will continue my one piece journey later
0: seems like there's a lot of pieces to this story.
1: I don't know how they're going to adapt one piece because they haven't even, one. They haven't even finished it in two. There are over a thousand episodes. So like unless they wholesale like chop out like fucking true filler arcs. Like I don't know what they're doing with with how this show is going to be structured or how it's going to continue uh, long enough for it to reach the conclusion. So, yeah. Uh, then I watched the new Netflix Korean movie carter uh this is a la hardcore henry to a degree it's about a dude who wakes up with an earpiece in his head uh, and it basically Mm. gives him directions on on what to do and uh, where to go and all this stuff and it's um very bad and the reason it's very bad is because i feel like they had like 10 million dollars worth of budget and they, but they wrote this movie that would cost like thirty times that. So we're talking like three hundred million dollars to to make this movie, just based off of everything they wanted to do in it. And um, there is some dog shit CGI. Uh, the the camera work sucks. It's uh, a a very convoluted plot for no reason. It, it just everything that could go wrong with the movie did. Uh, it became an arduous task to uh, finish because it was two hours and fifteen minutes. Oh yikes! So yeah, it was. Um, no, just don't even don't even bother. Uh, it, I, I thought it would, might be cool, but my boss even was like, "Yeah, I hated it." I went, okay, I'll get. I'll still give it a shot. Uh, and it was it was awful. So yeah, just don't even don't even bother with Carter. It's just. Uh, If anything, it's just like an exercise in hubris of like, hey, we think we can do this for this money. And it turns out you couldn't. So just, (laughs) you know, aim lower next time.
0: Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know. I had a friend I used to work with that. Oh, actually, he's uh, he's listening to the show. Hi, Corey. Uh, You know, he like left to be a stand up comedian for a while. And he was just like, yeah, I always, uh, you know. Just I didn't want to look back and wonder if I could have done it or not and I was like, yeah, so you went and did it and you, you know you couldn't have you failed. was <laughs> <And it's> like <laughs> yeah
1: that's very yeah it'll yeah at least you can say uh no regrets. <laughs> no gurts uh so yeah, that's it aside from the thing that you and I both watched so did you watch anything else?
0: Uh, no, I was, you segued away from it too quickly, but I was going to make a joke about, you know, that's not even, uh, taking into consideration the inevitable sequel to One Piece, which is Two Piece, when they grow up and can wear bikinis. Oh,
1: I have news for you. They are already wearing bikinis. Uh, because Booba.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's just a joke about ladies swimwear. We yeah, can move no, on from it. it. It's
1: good. You know what? If the one piece does wind up being a one piece bathing suit, I'm going to be so fucking happy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <'Cause> we, because it's <laughs> quite OK. So the, the thing is, is we don't know what the one piece is all. all so what Gold Roger says at the beginning is I've hidden all of my treasure in one piece. And so no one knows what the one piece actually is.
0: What if the true One Piece was the friends we made along the way?
1: That is the common theory.
0: <laughs> I was just being an asshole, but okay. No, that is,
1: that, that is legitimately the common theory of... It's probably just like, hey, uh, you found the One Piece. It is friendship. Mine got. <sighs> All right, so uh, we brought it up earlier. Let's talk about it. Uh, the Sandman dropped a two... Part episode,
0: it's well, yeah, one episode anthology. Uh, which you know, I lose that term, use the term loosely because it's two pieces, it's yes. two things,
1: yeah. Um, so what did you think of? We'll start, we'll, we'll cut it in half. Uh, also, by the way, everyone, uh, spoilers, we're just spoiling the shit out of this, so just skip ahead in the show, look at the show notes for the timestamps for when we talk about. Uh, The next 365 days
0: recoded. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So what did you think of the cat of a thousand dreams? Dream of a thousand cats, but close whatever. So dream of a thousand cats might be my favorite Sandman story. It's just an interesting concept to me and kind of underscores like it, it shows you what they tell you, which is that dreams can like manifest reality. Uh, and, and you know i like it it's interesting storytelling um the way they brought it to life visually um this this is the only one that for some reason is animated uh which you know makes sense to do for a one off for this cuz you know just because of what it is uh like the the visual style that they that they went for pretty closely matches like the comic panels. So it, it looks like that.
1: Well, also, I feel like they animated it because they were going to have to animate the cats into 3D models anyway. So if you're mm-hmm. just going to do that, then just do like a particularly stylized version of it like it's the comics because yeah. you're never going to get the cats to do exactly what you want anyway. So fuck it. Yeah. Just well, I mean, animate them. It,
0: try try getting a thousand cats to do the same thing all at once you know
1: hey he said the thing but yeah I liked it uh it also brought up your your point when we talked about um animals being like ha- having their dreams influenced by ego and therefore the lord of dreaming uh in that was a cat uh so I was like oh yeah Caleb did say that. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it shows up here. I wonder if that had anything to do with the fact that you've read the stories before.
0: Yeah. Uh, so it's here now. Um, so basically the gist of the story is that, uh, you know, a couple puts a cat to, to sleep and goes to bed. Uh, and the cat has a stray cat come and say, Hey, wake up young cat. Uh, you're come and see this famous cat who's going to talk about some things. So they go and see the cat in a graveyard. Uh, yep. It's the Siamese cat. She tells her story about how, uh, like she was once somebody's pet. Um, you know, she thought that was really, you know, no pun intended. The cat's pajamas or the cat's meow. Uh, but then she got knocked up, knocked up a notch bam but the the kittens weren't purebred so the the man uh who owned her like the the man of the couple threw the kittens in the river in a bag with a brick which is the fucking worst thing i could think of yeah i, I hated that and i hated
1: that man yeah. uh, played by michael sheen
0: yeah so Basically, like, that night she dreams, like, you know, she she prays to, you know, the king of cats for vengeance. Uh, And she has a dream where she she meets Morpheus in the form of a giant cat who says, you know, the world wasn't always like this. At one point, uh, cats were enormous and humans were the size of mice uh, and they would, you know, dote on cats and feed them and uh at night cats would hunt them for sport yeah uh and then you know a leader rose among the humans and uh said you know dreams manifest reality uh if we dream hard enough we can alter reality so that we're no longer killed for sport so a scant thousand humans uh share a dream one night uh, of a world where humans are the dominant species uh, and it rewrites reality so that that had always been the case. Uh, so there was never a world of cats. It it had always been, you know, what the world is that we would know. Yeah, that
1: was a the, I don't know if they explained that too well, because I was like, is that what they're saying? And uh, thank you for confirming, because, again, I wasn't too sure what they were implying there.
0: Yeah, or not implying it-, it,
1: but saying there.
0: It, basically, the, the dream was so powerful that it rewrote history from beginning to end. Okay. So this Siamese cat's going around and um, basically trying to get all the cats to share a dream to restore what they would perceive as the natural order with cats on top and humans on the bottom. Uh, and it kind of ends with, you know, the, the kitten... They're saying, like, you know, I believe. And uh, the Siamese is like, well, then there's hope. Uh, and then as they're walking back to the kitten's home, uh, he's like, hey, do you do you think this will ever happen? And the older cats like, have you ever seen a thousand cats do the same thing all together yeah. and help each other out? There's no way.
1: There was no way. Uh, that is true. Hurting cats is impossible.
0: Hmm. But uh, I like it. It's an interesting story.
1: Yeah. 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 I agree. It, it was a very interesting story. Although, um, strange ass voice cast for it because a Siamese cat was voiced by uh, Sandra O. Oh. The the man with the dream was voiced by James McAvoy. You had David Tennant and his wife, and then uh, Michael Sheen yeah, and yeah. his wife. Uh, And that that's a little Easter egg in and of itself, because David Tennant and Michael Sheen were both in Good Omens, which is another Neil Gaiman production, uh, except on Amazon Prime. Hmm. So, yeah, it was all related.
0: They're all connected. Now that we got through, um, you know, the setup stuff like I kind of hope that this is just kind of what the show is for a little bit. I like I like these little smaller stories like there's big there's bigger Sandman stories and stuff, but kind of want to just, you know, have some some one offs like this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Give me, you know, episode six was nice because that was very much a one off. Um, This was very much a one off. You know, you can you can give me like if you did like um let, let, let's pretend they go with a split release again or like for the first time for season two. If we get a season two, because we were talking about that. But, you know, five episodes random one-off episode uh you know three months later and then like three months uh, a couple months after that or whatever you know you get the rest of the season and then another one-off episode i think that'd be interesting it'd be an interesting release schedule to to use
0: mm-hmm. all right uh the second half of the episode is a separate story entirely uh and we're back to live action it's calliope yeah yeah So uh, general gist is
1: that uh, an author goes to another author and he's like, yo, dog, I'm out of ideas. Can you give me something to fix this? And the author is like, yeah, sure. Uh, Here's a fucking muse that uh, was bound through uh, the law of contracts somehow uh, that is bound to me and was my muse for X number of years. Uh, And now she's yours for giving me this thing that I wanted, uh, which is, I think someone who eats hair I
0: forget what that's oh, called it was uh it was a bezoar uh yeah, that's it's it. it's like a stone made of like hair and g- crap that gets uh trapped in a cow's stomach and forms into a hard stone uh, and it's yeah. you know it comes up commonly in like magical writings and stuff it's supposed to be like a potent medicine and like magical reagent
1: right so uh he gives him a bezoar and then uh uh, rory from doctor who takes calliope home yes so i mean it it plays out like you know he's like "Ah, i don't know if i fucking want to do this I, i have to think on it and of course i have to think on it means you know Oh, I'm going to get pressured into doing it. Uh, I'm going to have great success doing it. And then I'm going to continue to abuse this woman uh, because, you know, fame and fortune have gone to my head.
0: You say abuse. What you really mean is rape. He rapes her to get her magical uh, inspiration juice. Uh, Excuse me. What? Uh, He rapes the muse. Ah, uh. Did, did I miss that? What? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's what's happening.
1: Uh, okay. Uh, well, then if it's rape, then it's rape. I, I, I meant abuse because I didn't gather rape from it.
0: I don't know. Uh, shit. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I, uh, think that that's what's happening, so well okay
1: uh and so all of these events are happening while uh dream is is locked up in that bobble i'm gonna call it a bobble that he's, he's been stuck in and uh finally he gets out and he's like well dog you wanted ideas, so here's gonna be nothing but an endless string of ideas uh and then he's like what the fuck uh this is fine there's no there's no issues and then yeah. he goes to like a, a book reading it's like, it's
0: like uh a banana who eats uh, people after peeling their skin off.
1: Yeah, he, yeah, he uh, goes to a book reading and starts spouting uh, off like nonsense ideas, which are fantastic. Uh, a, fo-
0: a phone who sits on a slice of pizza and uses a, a small human to call and order a chair <laughs> <laughs> with extra Yeah. <laughs> <chif-robe. laughs> Uh, such a stupid obscure reference that uh, that that
1: episode of rick and morty is fucking wild (laughs) (laughs) oh shit so yeah uh he he eventually frees calliope because he is uh, found in the stairwell of the building he was in uh writing ideas in his own blood on the wall which is uh fucking metal it's a metal shit i wanted that metal shit thank god for metal shit uh so he releases calliope and then she's like yo sandman uh i forgive him so just release him from the curse and now he can't have any ideas whatsoever
0: return the slab
1: return the muse or from my curse and then um uh, Morpheus and Calliope have some history like apparently they were married a, a, at a prior time and had a son Yeah, and they had a
0: kid and he died uh, he,
1: he went to hell and tried to confront Lucifer it, it, What was it, Orpheus? Dr. Orpheus?
0: Yeah I bet we'll get that story at some point Perhaps in a thousand years Yeah Uh,
1: I I enjoyed this one. It it was very much like, oh, these are the stories that I've kind of been wanting from a Netflix show of like, you know, you were talking about like the anthology style format. You know, I I want like my random, you know, dream goes and fucks with somebody because they fucked with him or fuck with somebody that he loves or something.
0: Yeah. And like, I don't I don't remember if uh i was talking to you about it or if i was talking to my wife about it but like the show in a lot of ways is kind of like or no i think i i don't know i can't remember who i was talking to um i had some conversation with another human being about the fact that like this is kind of the opposite of what they did with the witcher where it's like the witcher they drop you into the world and are just like figure it out here's a bunch of disconnected stories and we're not going to give you the context for it Mm -hmm. like this is just to get you into the setting uh whereas this it's like you know you have a strong narrative that sets up the characters and then once the characters are established we're just going to go do some random shit yeah and i think i actually prefer this approach to the the witcher approach
1: yeah, because also I I don't need my world politics and fantasy. Just give me fucking my fantasy shit. Let 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 give me X Files with Yennefer and Geralt and Siri. All right. Uh, anything else about uh, the the Sandman episode that we got?
0: No, that's uh that's pretty much everything. Yeah. Uh,
1: enjoyable. Uh, that's what I'll say. Uh, enjoyable. I I do hope there's more like this. Yeah, quite good. All right, Uh, so with that, we're going to get into something uh, that's not quite good. But after a quick break, uh, we'll be back to talk about the next 365 days. Let's see, Alex. Uh, What do you think of Jaws, which is at 97% and Rotten Tomatoes?
0: I find it to be anti-shark propaganda. What do you feel about the Entourage movie, which is at a meager 33%?
1: I think they finally got Hollywood right. How about It Follows, 97%.
0: Worse than your parents giving you the sex is evil talk. How do you feel about Juno, which is at 94%? That would be
1: a movie that celebrates a teenage homewrecker. Uh, How about Bewitched at 25%?
0: Best television adaptation ever put to film. How do you feel about American Hustle at a towering 93%?
1: Overwrought awards bait. Righteous Kill, 19%.
0: The movie that Michael Mann wishes he had made when he created Heat. Sounds about right. I'm Julio. I'm Alex, and we are the Contrarians.
1: As you can tell, our thing is that we rage against the Rotten Tomatoes machine.
0: Regardless of what we really feel.
1: Find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn,
0: Facebook, Twitter, we're everywhere. The Netflix and Swool podcast is brought to you by our patrons Gerald Morris, Bill Sutton, Nick Haskins, Ashley the Bubby Gorski, Ben Kiefer, Paul prezula Daniel Henderson, Julio Oliveira, Jimmy Delarosa, Rosa Chris Yaney Brianna Petty Nate Wade Alan Gallarisi Duty Dutrum, Casey Moore The Revert, and Dan's mom. If you would like to become a patron of the show, find us at netflixandswill.com slash patreon. Buy some shit. Visit netflixandswill.com slash merch. Leave a review and tell me how good I'm getting at public speaking. Visit netflixandswill.com slash Podcasts. Thanks for letting us live our dreams of being professional idiots. We now return you to your regularly scheduled banter.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Caleb, it's time to get into our main review topic for the week. Uh, 300, uh, 365 days, the next 365 days. Uh, chain of memories. I don't know. I, I ran out of Kingdom Hearts games.
0: Alright, uh... The... <laughs> Uh, kingdom hearts 365 the next 365 days over two days uh begins concurrently with the events of the original game and chain of memories like the other games in the series the player progresses through a collection of various worlds based on various locales from the disney animated features canon including agrabah from aladdin the beast castle from beauty and the beast olympus coliseum from Hercules, Halloween Town from the Nightmare Before Christmas, Wonderland from Alice in Wonderland, and Neverland from Peter Pan, featuring a string of islands new to the series rather than Captain Hook's pirate ship and Big Ben from the first game.
1: I mean, that makes about as much sense as uh, the actual movie does.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it hasn't gotten old to us yet that we're making jokes about the Kingdom Hearts games no. instead of talking about this. Uh What it actually is, uh, is a drama romance movie called The Next 365 Days, which is a 2.8 out of 10 on IMDb, which is like half a tall girl. Uh, Lauren Massimo's relationship hangs in the balance as they try to overcome trust issues and jealousy, while a tenacious nacho works to push them apart. Uh, That always is funny to me, because, you know... If you don't nacho. have the context that Nacho is a person's name, it's like, man, this this chip and this cheese is just ruining us. <laughs> she just won't stop eating nachos before bed. <laughs> just... Yeah, I roll over to try to fucking rail her, and I get chip crumbs all in my chest hair. My balls wind up in the pico. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Uh, this is the thinnest semblance of a plot to, uh, basically stitch together a bunch of scenes of people fucking, um, once again, I watched this on 1.5 speed, uh, and let me tell you, he was really giving it to her, (laughs) just like really, just really beating the brakes off of her, you know? Oh yeah. I've, I've oh, heard of oh, yeah. beating the pussy up, but damn.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, again, this movie for the first 30 minutes is nothing but sex. It's just sex the entire fucking time. Uh, there's barely any, like, uh, okay, I, I lied. For the first 10 minutes of the movie, there's no sex. And I thought, okay, we have potential interesting stuff, because uh, we're at a fucking cemetery, like a private cemetery, and we're like, oh, is fucking Laura dead? Fucking wild if she's dead. And all they've been doing is and it turns out, no, and they don't even hide the surprise well, because it's supposed to be his, like, you know, a funeral for his brother who is now dead that he killed at the end of the last movie.
0: Mm hmm. Which I don't remember happening, really. Oh, well, that's fair.
1: Uh, and then, you know, we get Lara showing up and she's like, yeah, he's just kind of baby. Oh, yeah, me.
0: he had a twin. He had a twin.
1: Uh, he's kind of baby me because, you know, I-, I was shot in the events of the last movie and I'm still kind of recovering from that. So, you know, from there, I was like, OK, so the story is going to be like Massimo being overly protective of her, not letting her go out because he doesn't want her to like, you know, fall under attack again or get shot again, and he also doesn't want to fuck her because, like, he's worried about like the internal stuff to happen. And then, like, five minutes later, uh, they're fucking, and they're like, oh, okay, fucking, so there goes there then, goes my potential
0: storyline idea. And then her friends like, oh, you're having sex again, like you're not worried about you know your internal injuries, and she's like, no, nah, not really,
1: and and that and was then, all.
0: That's it. And then that's it. That's the thing. So so, yeah, uh,
1: this movie sucks. It's not nearly as bad as the last movie, because they, I think they I, I think they try to tell a story here. I don't Dang. think they succeed at telling a story, but at least like this movie, it's like, OK, they have marital problems. Um, She goes off and uh, does a single girl, hot girl shit and then comes back, and then, like, they have a dramatic final encounter that leaves it up
0: for a fourth movie. Dan, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> for, for you. Okay, let's be clear.
1: Uh, this hasn't been funny since, uh, the, like, the first five minutes of the second one. Uh, I, I hate this now. I, I, I actually, like, loathe watching the series, and it's my own fault. It is my own fault. I recognize that. The first one was at least, I can't, I can't even say funny because that's that's all about like Stockholm syndrome and like sexually coercing a woman into fucking you the entire time yeah.
0: until she yeah, loves you. A movie about he was holding her captive uh, under threat of pain of death. So
1: yeah, um, I don't get it. I don't get why people like these movies. Um, I think I'm done watching any more of of these movies. I think I'm good.
0: Uh, I need you to promise me. Uh,
1: I, I I I promise. Like I I'm good. I don't need to watch any more of this. I you know I thought maybe they'll try to be. I thought there'll be like some variety with this. You know. Maybe they'll actually try telling a story and then we can just make fun of how bad of actors they are. And it's just like, no, they didn't do that. They didn't even try to do that. They just went, eh, fu- uh, fuck sex, uh, more sex, uh, sex, 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 some plots, you know, uh, it, it wasn't as egregious as the last movie where it's just fucking, just fucking the whole time. Just nonstop fucking. So, so yeah, uh, Caleb, I'm done. I promise I'm done with,
0: with these movies. I don't know there's uh sexier stuff in like fucking Zach and Mary make a porno <laughs> that's probably true uh and that movie is uh much funnier
1: <sighs> um I I have nothing else to say about this movie uh please please for the love of God stop watching it everybody uh the joke is over.
0: Uh, as, as Caleb said, yeah, I don't, I don't even really know what happened in this. Like, I don't know. She, f- she fucked another dude. She did fuck another dude. And then she had like a dream sequence, but it kept glitching out like she was in the matrix where both the dudes were fucking her and then they were kissing each other.
1: Yeah, it was, um, it was a thing. It was a thing that they did and tried. Is that what women want? Is that what gets you hot? I don't think so. I think it's just her. I think there's abs- like these people talk about sex more than anybody, per- any person I've ever heard before.
0: Well, the way that the nude men were positioned on top of her, neither one was inside her. So they were just making out with each other with her near them. It's true.
1: So yeah, this gets a one. Uh, I don't really want to talk about it because it's not interesting.
0: Yeah. It's uh, a definite one for me, dog. All
1: right. Well, then, are you ready to talk about the thing we we really want to talk about?
0: Yes. Dear God, am I ready.
1: All right. Uh, well, this uh, was a patron-requested review from uh, Jason the Nerdvert for RRR. Well, fine, if you don't want my money. You mean... If we watch terrible movies, you'd give us money? Well, sure. Mr. Caleb, welcome to the patron review segment.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Also known as Rise, Roar, Revolt. Uh, This is an action drama Bollywood film from this year uh it clocks in at 3 hours and 7 minutes so this is uh right up there in uh fucking fellowship of the ring territory oh yeah uh it's an 8.0 out of 10 on IMDb a fictitious story about two legendary revolutionaries and their journey away from home before they started fighting for their country in the 1920s uh so this is about uh India like the like shirt shrugging off the shackles of, uh, British colonialism. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's a movie about people killing red coats. And as a true red blooded American, I'm here for it.
1: Exactly. That is, uh, exactly right.
0: Uh, everything in this movie is larger than life. Like it's, it's actually like has a decent budget and is like mm-hmm. well produced, mm-hmm. but it, is very much a product of that Bollywood aesthetic. Uh, so the fights are just way the fuck over the top. And then there's like, you know, people back flipping over shit while shooting guns. And like, you know, it's like, uh, it's like superhero. Um, yeah. I don't know. Everybody's basically like a bunch of Superman running around. Oh, it's real yeah. good.
1: Yeah, it was uh, this was probably the the most entertaining movie of the year. Honestly, uh, yeah, I could like. The beginning was a little slow, and we'll say that uh, there was yeah. there was still some like solid stuff in there, but my God, once this movie got rolling, it did not stop and it was just entertaining throughout.
0: Yeah, about a half hour in uh, my wife and I looked at each other and we were like, we both love this movie. uh, And, you know, we were just in it the whole time. uh. Occasionally, they'll break into a song and dance number because, you know, it's Bollywood. Yes. I'm going to watch this again probably multiple times. If this doesn't show up on both of our top five of the year list, I'll be uh, frankly stunned. Um, So
1: here's why it won't for me. And it's not because of the quality of the movie. It's because it's not technically a Netflix original patron requested patron eh, movies yeah yes. i guess
0: that's true um i don't know they got the distribution rights for it and they did in the that's united true, states but, so
1: but they never got like production rights and yeah i guess on the technicality
0: enough, i understand that but
1: wildly enough normally when they get the distribution rights and they're, they're happy to slap that original logo on it somehow that did not happen here
0: Now, yeah. i don't know i like uh i like when the lyrics of the song's are telling you the story of what's happening. Uh, Cause Dan, you're, you're the most powerful warrior and your bow is as mighty as Shiva's. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that,
1: but yeah, the, the, the songs are great. The, 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 the big dance number, like about an hour into the movie was uh, at, like for the first time, I think ever seeing a Bollywood movie uh, actually made sense within the context of the movie.
0: Yeah. Uh and that's to say nothing about the sheer amount of muscle mass. Like this is on par with the first predator in terms of just beefcake dudes punching at each other. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I don't know. The the two main characters uh save a little kid and then they have a musical number about how they became best bros. Yeah. Uh, which is fantastic you know, a pretty close mirror of the true story of how Dan and I met. Uh, yeah, uh, over the Clarion River we we flung ourselves off of different <laughs> sides. It was great. but I don't know th- th- this this movie reminds me of a lot of the things I love about movies. like there's things that happen where it's like, oh, they're doing this and like, it's hysterical that they're doing this. And then like, I say what they're doing and then they do it. And it's still amazing. Like, I don't know. Whenever they like, they both tie themselves to a rope and like jump off opposite sides of a bridge. So they can swing down and like rescue a kid. And mm-hmm. like one of them grabs the kid and one of them grabs a flag and like drags it through the river as they're flying towards the other person. So, like, the guy with the kid throws the kid to him, and the guy with the flag throws it to the other guy. Uh, And then when they swing away from each other, the guy throws the kid to safety, and the guy with the flag wraps it around his body so that the fire doesn't burn him when he swings through it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's he's getting the flag wet so he can, like, snuff out the flame. That's amazing. Uh, And then, like, later on in the movie, there's, like, a part where, (laughs) like... A guy clotheslines a dude off a motorcycle and then just grabs the motorcycle. And I'm like, he's going to beat a motherfucker with that motorcycle. Beat a motherfucker with that motorcycle. <laughs> and then he does it. And it reminded me of Wario from Super Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah. Well, also, there's um, they're on a motorcycle
1: and a horse. Uh, to yeah, the one guy is always
0: on a motorcycle. One guy's always on a horse. So, like, if if they get a motorcycle during a fight, it's like, all right, when's the horse showing up? Yeah. And then uh, the horse comes.
1: Yeah, the yeah the at the very end the the guy close on to guy from motorcycle grab gets on the motorcycle and then a guy comes along and he, he shoots the other guy with a, a fucking bow and arrow in the heart and hops on the horse and then uh, somehow the horse and motorcycle run at the same speed. Yeah, because the horse is also a superhero. That's true. Uh, it doesn't matter whose horse it is; it could be a random horse. It's always a superhero. So, uh. Well, he gains
0: the horse Gains strength from him. Also, uh, he has horsemanship and therefore can't be blocked by anybody without horsemanship. And they both have banding.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, The thing I really actually enjoy about this movie is like the bromance angle, because like they're obviously like going to be friends to enemies because of their completely different paradigms and how they're approaching uh, their 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 time being in the city. Like one is looking for the, um, Ram is looking for, uh, Beam the entire time because he's mm-hmm. supposed to, uh, overthrow the government. And Beam is looking for a way to get into this house where his, uh, his sister is, has been kidnapped by white people because, you know, white people. Fucking
0: colonialism.
1: They're, so their friendship builds and, uh, when it, when it, uh, crescendos with the uh, the big dance number about an hour about an hour into the movie, and then uh, Ram is like, "Oh, I'll lose, so that way Beam can uh, get the affection of this girl." And you're like, "Okay, that's great. That's the best it's ever gonna be." And it, it was their friendship from there, kind of like isn't the focus really until like uh, Ram is poisoned by a snake, and then Beam's like, "Oh, I'll, fu- I'll fucking give you the antidote, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna go save my sister." And then they do the plan, and then it's like, oh, my God, you are my and it's enemy like, holy the whole shit, time. You're a cop. You're a, a fucking five. Oh, great stuff. Uh, I, I, I legitimately felt for Beam. you know, I actually felt for both of them the whole time because I was like, I know what's happening here. I know how this is going to go, but it's being done so well that I don't care that I know exactly where it's going. The paint, the paint by numbersness can be avoided if you have a good story to tell. 100%. Caleb, did you did you recognize the big bad guy?
0: Hmm, I didn't.
1: Uh, Well, I'll tell you this. We watched a movie of his for this show.
0: Was it Cosmic Sin?
1: It was not Cosmic Sin.
0: Was it Doom?
1: It was not Doom. You're in the ballpark, though.
0: <laughs> well, I said two movies that are basically the same, so that's surprising.
1: Uh, it's Punisher Warzone, because that's Ray Stevenson. Oh, my God. Remember when he shot a rocket launcher at the fucking parkour guys? Yeah. Vaguely, I do. That was uh, the best part of that movie.
0: And didn't the one guy do like a parkour flip in front of it and blow up? Yep.
1: Yeah, he he the park. One guy does a parkour flip, gets to the other building. The second guy does a parkour flip and gets hit by a rocket launcher.
0: It's pretty funny. It
1: was great. It was a great moment in the, in the, in the movie. So, yeah. Uh, and then the movie then RRR or what was it? Rise, rise, roar, revolt. Yeah, sure. Uh, the, the movie ends with like a 10 minute song and dance number about like the real revolutionaries of the, the, uh, Indian independence,
0: yeah. uh, struggle, I guess. And how they'll never bow to anyone again.
1: Yeah. They went. It went for so long, and I was just like, "I don't care. I'm enjoying this. It doesn't matter. You you were allowed to have this movie. You had so much. You had uh, you had a guy hit another guy with a fucking
0: motorcycle. <laughs> I'm, I, you know, I don't really give a shit. Brick, you stabbed a man with a trident.
1: You had you had a guy riding on the shoulders of another guy, fucking dual wielding carbines. Like I, I legitimately yeah. didn't then, care about anything. And then else. he would
0: drop the guns down and uh you know the guy who was carrying him on his shoulders would you know you know do the bolt like rack a new one into the chamber and then he would shoot again it was
1: it was it was great um more of this
0: this movie needs a criterion collection
1: <laughs> i'd be fine with that cuz um the language options on netflix like there's no original like the best we have is like hindi and mm-hmm. even still, like, I feel like this was shot in like three different languages. I don't know what all the languages would be like English, Hindi and something else. Uh, I don't know what like the other Indian languages are, but yeah, uh, I would I would love to see this like full original language release somewhere. Just give it to me. I, I want it. I want to own this
0: movie. <sighs> what a great time. I'm glad we finally got around to watching this. Uh, it would have been hard to work into our schedule with somebody not demanding it of us. So, yeah, uh, thank you, Jason. That is true. Uh, that, that was my
1: big lament. And I was very thankful to to finally force myself to, to take some time to watch this because, yeah, it's been sitting in my list. It's just I don't know when I would have gotten time.
0: I super liked it and added it to my list. So I also super liked it. I gave them two thumbs. So, yeah, uh, I
1: guess with that, what would you give it in terms of the star rating? I'm probably going
0: to go four. uh I'm going four and half. This was spectacular. Yeah, I think my favorite part is when they outdanced the white people and all the white women were like falling down and cheering. I know it was great that 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 sequence is legitimately fun. Uh, uh serves serves I, lu- the I plot. looked at <laughs> I looked at Vanessa and I said, they're breakdance fighting. <laughs> that damned Hansel is so hot right now. Oh, man.
1: Great movie. Uh, good job, Jason. I'm real proud of you. Uh, Okay. Well, Caleb, with that, uh, it's time to talk about what we're doing next week. And next week on the show, it'll be Never Have I Ever Season 3. Uh, you've already seen it. I haven't seen uh, a single second of it outside of a couple trailers. Uh, and yeah. then after that, shrug hmm I'll
0: leave it to you I kind of want to see <laughs> uh, I kind of want to see how bad this can be so this is this is number 10 in movies today it's it's a sequel to a movie that I think I started watching uh, back when it came out in 2017 and and shut it off uh but it's full metal alchemist the revenge of scar the live action full metal alchemist movie
1: uh yeah that's that's certainly here can you stop trying to play this i would like to add the first one to my list so i can watch that at work um yeah okay i guess so this is going to be a cautionary tale yeah probably see i wonder if um if they got the uh English voice actors like the, you know, I, I can't remember the guy's name is who voices. Uh, Edward, but I wonder if they got all them to, to be on, on this thing.
0: You mean who voices? Edward. Big brother, Edward. <laughs> uh, and a thousand weebs started crying. Yeah. Oh,
1: apparently I also wait. Did we start watching this for the show? for like... And then we were like, wait a minute, we can't do this because it's so awful. I think so. I, that's because I, I have it rated on my account. Huh?
0: I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll, we'll one of us will start watching it and be like, it's not worth it. And we'll watch Dark Knight Rises or something instead. I mean, fine, I don't care. We'll, we'll just do this. I don't give a shit, Caleb. Just, who cares?
1: Nothing matters anymore.
0: Yeah, the the world is a cruel joke uh, played by a bully. So you can find the show at
1: netflixandswill.com if you want to subscribe for all things Netflix and Swill and friends. Uh, check out Earth TV podcast, which is doing The Wire. Uh, Ashley and Liz uh, talked about The Wire. Uh, two peas on a podcast is there. Uh, stacking triggers is there. Uh, a bunch, a bunch of cool podcasts that you should all check out. Or, are, are there. Uh, do it. Come on, do it. Let the boy listen to your podcast. Let me sleep in your
0: bed. All right. Uh, thank you to Space Weather for the use of our theme song, Bitter. Which is how Beam felt about learning that Rom was a cop. Also, how you feel about me continually saying, hey, let's watch more 365 Days movies. Yeah, it's true. I think that's why I'm punishing you by making you watch a, a live-action anime adaptation. It's fine.
1: At least it's not the Rurouni Kenshin anime movie adaptation thing.
0: All right, uh, as Caleb saying, your bow is as powerful as Shiva's.